showed you how to mine Ethereum. I've showed you how to mine Zelle. I've showed you how to mine Bitcoin Gold, Kalisto, and a whole host of others. But Steve, you never talk about Bitcoin. Why don't you talk about how to mine Bitcoin? Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Well, guess what? Today's the day. Today I'm going to teach you how to mine Bitcoin. Alright everybody, welcome back another weekly installment of the CryptoMine NerdCon 1 edition for the NerdCon 1 Network. If you're not uh, on NerdCon1.com and subscribed up to the other creators on there, you are missing out on some great content. Besides my nerdy crypto content, there's some great uh, creators over there talking about all of the latest games, uh, Disney and what's up with them. Uh, Cinephile Saturdays uh, with another Steve who talks about everything uh, in cinema. Um, there's so much great content in one place at NerdCon1.com. Check it out. NerdCon1.com is, is, is sponsored in part by Pyre Performance Products and Razor Streamer. Check those out. The descriptions will be below in my video's description area. Okay, why am I talking about Bitcoin today? Well, the reason is easy. So the reason why I'm finally breaking down and talking about this is I know there's a lot of interest out there and there's extra interest in what's going on with Bitcoin because right now it's breaking out. As of this recording, it's at 12,700 each. That's up 7.41% from 24 hours ago. But um, this thing's on a tear. Bitcoin is breaking through a lot of resistance that would you know keep bouncing off of, especially at 12. It was bouncing off at 10 and a half a while back, um, but it is um, it has broken through um, both of those and are still charging. Now I'm going to show you a little bit of technical analysis, and I know for my podcast listeners, um, you can't see the visual, but here is the um, here is a chart of Bitcoin uh, to the U.S. dollar over the last, um, it, it's a weekly chart. So each one of these little bars is a week going back to uh, about uh, July of 2018, coming off of that massive spike high of 19,000. Let me see if I can bring that in here too, just to show everybody, to show the history of Bitcoin. And this isn't even all of it. Remember, this started in, in 20, 2010. Uh, and Bitcoin was, you know, worthless. It had it had zero value. And then in in uh, all of a sudden, starting in 2016, coming into 2017, and then going crazy uh, towards the end of 2017. At the very end of 2017, it hit its monster all-time spike of around 19,200, 19,000, almost 19,300, right? And then it's been sort of a long dark tough time all the way down to um to the end of of november of 19 uh, of 2018 um where it got it got down to about 3300 and then there was another rise and fall um our the covid crisis coming in in march didn't help but through it all bitcoin has survived and sustained and is now making some big gains so 
for those who are not familiar with technical analysis, and, and believe me, I'm a novice at this, there are other people that are way more skilled at this, and you can find them on YouTube. Uh, one gentleman I do follow, and I'm going to tell you, is someone you should uh, sign up with or, or subscribe, uh, watch the videos of, is a gentleman named Tom Crown, uh, especially about Bitcoin. But he looks at other, uh, other of the altcoins throughout the cryptoverse as well. Um, so some of these things I'm, I'm giving him all credit to uh, for teaching me. But there's a couple of things going on, which is these moving averages, the 50, the 100, and the 200-day moving average. Uh, a lot of people look at this. All of them are now below where the current price is. But the big one, the 200-day moving average, the one that doesn't get rocked up and down quickly by daily or weekly events, it is at the highest point it's ever been at, at 6908. And... and um, this chart, I'm, I'm sorry, doesn't show the 200 going all the way back. But the reason why it's higher now than it was back in the day when, when Bitcoin got up to that 19.3 is because it happened so quickly and it came off of it so quickly that the 200-day moving average didn't have time to like tick up, 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 up before it had to start leveling and tick down, 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 down again. So this is a big one, that this... This moving average is higher than it ever has been. And actually, the 50-day looks higher. And the 100-day is about the same as a while back. <clears throat> but all of those are just in a great spot. The other thing that people were looking at was they were looking at the Bitcoin at $10,000 a piece, the 10K line. And so with this one, what happened is that for a little while here in 17, 2017, it stayed above 10K, you know, even when it came off the 19,000. And then back over here in, um, in the summer of 19, it, it peaked up over 10,000 here a little bit and here a little bit and it touched just a little bit over there. It didn't stay there very long. And here, just pre-COVID in February 20, it touched and just just barely went right over um, the 10,000 line, but and didn't stay long. And then we had that crash, and it's been working ever since. Well, what people have have been noting now since the week of July the 20th of this year, that's when Bitcoin crossed the 10,000 line and hasn't looked back. It went up, it went down, it tried to get close, it tried to. They tried to push it back under 10,000, but they couldn't quite do it. And from there, it's been going up and down like things do, but it never has revisited the 10,000 line. And in fact, now it's busting through more. After the 10,500 line, people were talking about 12. It's now busted 12. Um, and apparently, like the next line I've heard is 13,500. If it gets above that and stays there for a little while, that's going to be even more amazing. So Bitcoin is showing its strength. Um, there's news from around the world that uh, is demonstrating that um, Bitcoin is being taken seriously. Uh, big institutional money is moving into Bitcoin. And um, so as that continues, as that, pre that pressure to keep buying happens, it's only going to make this coin more and more valuable. 
And that was what people have been talking about, Bitcoin, all of this time. So so there you go. That's that's what's happening right now. It's pretty exciting, you know. Uh, and and by the way, I'm not I'm not going to give anyone on this uh, stream an official, you know, you have to buy now or sell here. I'm not giving you specific financial advice about that. I'm showing you some data. These are my opinions. These are things I've heard from other people, um, and I'm just sort of synthesizing my thoughts here. But this is not. Uh, you know, official financial advice. Please do all your own research and um, come to your own dis conclusions. But there you go. Now, before I tackle the next segment, let's take a moment to get a word from our sponsors. If you want to, if you want to mine Bitcoin straight up, basically right now, this is what you're looking at. You're looking at buying. A Bitcoin miner that runs on 240 volt, that uh, runs on 240 electricity here in the United States, and um, a machine that's going to do anything for you, you're looking at something costing you $2,387 from Bitmain. There are competitors for the for these kinds of products, but it's a similar story. Um, they're super expensive, um, and and uh, you know it's going to take you quite a while to get your money back. And by the way, that can be true even when you're buying graphics cards or other things like that. It's just that not everybody out there has uh, $2,900 or even $1,700 to fork out at one time. Not only that, these run on 240. Um, they are they're big. They're noisy as hell. Um, and these ASIC machines, um, they uh, <laughs> they they have a really high pitched whine, and um, are usually not something that you're going to keep in your house. So unless you've got some mining shed and neighbors that aren't too close or building a mining farm, these can be somewhat prohibitive for the uh, the average hobbyist miner. So what do you what are you to do then if if that's the case? Are, is all hope lost? Can you not mine Bitcoin? Well, you can, sort of. Um, and what it is, is that you need to use a mining pool that has an auto exchange feature to it. So, I'm going to show you two examples of how that works. Okay, so here's one that um, I've used called Mining Pool Hub. And when you create your little free account on Mining Pool Hub, you can set it up. You know, it, it has lots of different things that can be mined at Mining Pool Hub. So if yeah, you know if you mine Ethereum or Ethereum Classic, you can do that. Um, Bitcoin Gold. Uh, there's Monero. Like I have my CPUs mining Monero, and so some of these, um, the ones that are mineable, you can set your pool account up to say mine these coins, but. Once you've gathered a collection of them up, I want you to convert them into, and then name your coin. So for a long time, I was um, doing some auto exchange mining into Digibyte because my I, I like Digibyte a lot, and um, and my miners, the my mining rig, my GPUs, uh, they don't mine script. Script's not really available for GPUs. 
So that's why I was mining, say, Ethereum uh, or Bitcoin Gold. Um, and, and then I was having it auto-exchange into Digibyte. And so I would say, then you set up over here like, okay, well, and it tells you the ones that will that will exchange and how it works. And I usually look at the ones that work with, with Bittrex. But as you can see with Bitcoin, Bittrex, DevWallet, Poloniex, they all work. Um, and so you can, instead of saying auto exchange to Digibyte, you can come over here and change it to Bitcoin. So then um, when, when you look at your balances, you'll have what's being collected in your in mining and your balances and if you have them set to auto exchange what will happen is after a while this from normal wallet will shift over into the auto exchange wallet and then it will be on ex exchange and it doesn't happen right away but at a certain point when enough's accumulated or the market's right the uh, the switch will happen it'll it'll go to on exchange and then after a while it, you'll see you'll see something else saying Bitcoin and it'll tell you how much you have there so you can mine other mineable coins with your rig or with your um, with your uh, PC and your graphics card and your CPU and all of that and you can take the earnings from that and turn it into Bitcoin so that's pretty neat so it's not that you so don't ever think that you cannot uh, mine Bitcoin at all, you totally can. Okay, it's just that you have to do it indirectly. Um, I'm going to show you one other mining pool. So, by the way, as you saw, let me do this real quick before I go to another mining pool. Mining pool hub, um, they had lots of different things that you could turn your, your uh, earnings into. So, um, now if they have three X's across, you need to look very carefully then that won't be available but there are things you know you could turn things into Monero Mona coin Raven coin um, yeah Z coin and uh, and Zen cash so and the in uh, the classic Z uh, the Z cash um, verge so there's there are a lot of options there all right I'm going to show you to uh, one other multi pool that has um, <laughs> even more options this is a Zerg pool. Okay. Uh, Zergpool.com. And uh, Zergpool. Zergpool is really cool. It, it's the same kind of thing, but they have just a ton of different um, algorithms that they have in their pool available to mine. And so that even includes other CPU. Um, there's some CPU algorithms um, of coins that are real low power uh, using like Yes Power or using um, uh, some of those scripts uh, that are even less energy consuming than RandomX. Um, of course, the coins are also not worth a lot, but you know you can you can hash them up if you have a, a small laptop. Uh, many of them will work. So Zergpool will take it another step. So they will come over here. You can say what algorithm I'm going to be mining. Um, 
and say, for example, I'm going to be mining Equihash 144, which I usually use for Bitcoin, and say, hey, pay me out in, in, in I'm sorry, Bitcoin Gold, Equihash 144, and I say, pay me out in Bitcoin. And it will give you the basically the language you need to put in your mining program, like Law Miner or Mini Z, G Miner, uh, others like that, that mine the Equihash 144, or like if you're doing ETHash and, um, and you're doing it with um, Law Miner, Claymore, Phoenix Miner, um, and many others that are out there. Um, you can use that, and this gives you the the basic the basic script elements that you need to put in that command line to make the program work and make it work in Zergpool and to change things out for you. Zergpool has a lot of different options on how to manage that, and they don't restrict themselves like these these top six currencies that they have at the top. They pretty much guarantee that they can flip whatever you mine into them uh, in in due course, but they don't limit you. So if you wanna, if, and I did this, like this is how I would get Digibyte, just like I did in um, Mining Pool Hub. But I could also come in here and mine for you know and turn it into any anything. They'll let you do that. A long time ago, I was doing that turning turning more expensive coins into the cheaper flow coin. Um, so the only thing that they say is that uh, we'll do it, but since like not everyone's you know, mining that or whatever, if we get overloaded, you might have to wait a little while for your payment. But they will honor their payments. Uh, and so um, a lot of respect to Zergpool for creating what I would say is the most flexible pool out there. Um, there are some other um, multi-pools and pools that allow you to cash out in Bitcoin uh, out there. So these two are by no means the only ones. But um, these are two great examples of, uh, and I, I, I use and have used both of them in the past. So, um, you know, I would tell you to explore these two pools if you want to get paid out in Bitcoin. Um, Zerg Pool has a, uh, a neat little thing. Mining Pool Hub says, you know, we'll pay out when you get to X amount of Bitcoin. And I, I can't remember what the amount is right here. But it's usually something like, you know, 0.02. Or, but they'll tell you. In, they have all of their rules down in here for you to read. Uh, at Zerg Pool, what they do is it shows you here BTC payouts are... Every four hours, uh, as long as you're above 0 0.0025 uh, BTC, so when you get to that mark, they'll they'll do a payout and deposit it into your wallet. So here's two great ways of of uh, approaching mining Bitcoin. If you're just dead set on doing that, that doesn't involve you having to after you've mined a coin go to an exchange and make a make a cryptocurrency trade and then put it back where you want it so this automatically does the switching into Bitcoin for you so don't ever feel bound with mining that oh I only have these cards and they only do this certain thing and so I, I'm I only, there's only these few things that I can do no actually
mining provides a lot of options and um, and honestly you're only limited by your imagination as to where you want mining to take you so again I encourage you to explore all of these options there's so many out there and it's really up to you your imagination and your will to decide where you want to go with mining uh, so remember if you like and feel that it's valuable the information that I've been giving you over these past weeks please like this video share it and subscribe to the crypto mind on YouTube and and subscribe to NerdCon one on YouTube as well and the many platforms that it's uh, streams and podcasts to NerdCon one is amazing in that fashion uh, links will be below in in the description of my YouTube video as to some of the places that I've shown so feel free and go to the crypto mind and that's M-I-N-E-D mind and check out the links and don't forget to subscribe to my channel I do at least one other video per week that's not on the NerdCon network that can deal with um, crypto news or more technical aspects of mining uh, so you can get some additional information there don't forget to on Saturday at NerdCon 1 the Cinephile Saturday will come on the live stream check that out have yourselves a good week